I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you this time, brother. One speaking. Our program here called the Mariner's Call. What a wonderful opportunity we have to be with you by means of radio. So we say, from the banks of the Bon Secours River, the southernmost part of the state of Alabama, here from the office and studios of Fishers of Men Ministries International. What a blessing to be with you by means of radio. In the Book of Luke, Luke chapter twenty-three, going to read a passage here. And sort of make a, just a blanket statement at this particular time. Let me just say, it's getting dark. Have you noticed that? It's really getting dark. Now, it might not be getting dark where you are at this particular time physically. But around the world, I believe with all my heart, I believe in the sense of evil, it's getting dark. You know, the Bible describes this age as an age of darkness. Even the time of the return of our Lord Jesus Christ to this earth is described as being like, like he's coming as a thief in the night that is correct it's getting it's getting dark thank you for listening to our program it's good to have you to be with us each week thank you for writing to us corresponding with us if you'd like to write to us our announcer at the end of the program usually will give you an address whereby you can correspond with us and if not if you write the station call the station they can give you an address if you have access to a computer it's just easy as far as that keyboard is concerned just to click on f-o-m-m Dot O-R-G. You may have a neighbor that has a computer. Just go over there, F, go online, F-O-M-M dot O-R-G, and you'll find us. Now, we're updating this a little bit, uh, kind of every once in a while. And so if you hadn't seen us for a while, check us out, and you can find out what we're doing here at Fishers of Men. And if you write to us, I can know some things about you. Hey, by the way, it's been a, it's been a good while since I got a photo. You know, we've exchanged pictures, and we've both laughed, have we not? I have pictures of people here beyond, well, it's, it's on the other side of this microphone, behind this microphone. I have a whole collage of pictures. In fact, I'm surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. In fact, some people that are listening to me right now, I've looked into their face. Send us a photo. It'd be good to see who you are. In the book of Luke, Luke chapter 23, we have an account here of our Lord. The context has to do with the crucifixion. What happens? What's the response of God? When man crucifies his own God, how ungodly is mankind? What is the depth of human depravity? Man is so depraved. If, if his God was to visit the planet, he'd kill him. In the book of Luke, Luke chapter 23, verse 33, and they were come to the place, and when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him. Verse 34, Uh, Then said, Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. God's response, verse 44, we have light hanging on the cross. Mankind wants to erase this light. What does God do? (laughs) God gives them what they want. 
except he gives it to them literally. The response of God, verse 44, and it was about the sixth hour, and there was, you fill in the blank? It was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour, and the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in twain. God turned the lights out. He turned the lights, he turned the lights out. You know, I might say something like this at this particular time. It looks as if this is, this is going to happen again in the future. Now, we just have a three-hour period of time. This is called a blackout. As far as this blackout is concerned, can you imagine the feelings of people back in Jesus' day? I mean, he's hanging there on the cross. He said of himself, he's the light of the world. And now God turns the lights out. Oh, can you imagine people's feelings? They begun to run to and fro. And as far as mankind is concerned, wondering if it, if the light is gonna is is it gonna come back on again? We think about blackouts. It's happened here on this planet physically. Four oh nine Thursday afternoon, August the twenty first, the city of New York experienced a blackout. The city ate its cereal by candlelight, and the news article said it drank its beer warm. <laughs> this was the largest blackout in North American history. Of course, this was many, many years ago. Not only did the city of New York, uh, was it affected, but uh, Columbus and Cleveland, Ohio, Detroit, we think about Toronto, Ottawa, eight states, 50 million people, cost up to $5 billion, a blackout. But see, the lights came back on. Came back on. We're going to see in a few minutes how this is going to come a time in the future. God's going to turn the lights out. Lights out. Darkness. Nyctophobia. Do you have it? Oh, I had it when I was young. When I was young, my father just would play tricks on me from time to time. He would send me outside to do responsible things and chores that I had to do. One of them had to do with chickens. My parents had chickens just so I would have responsibility. Not only feed them in the morning, feed and water them in the morning, feed and water them in the afternoon, and then close them up. We had a yard and then a house. We had many different varmints would get in and eat the chickens if you didn't close the house up. So I'd go night. It was nighttime. Go close the chicken house up, and then I'd come back in. My dad was behind a tree. Boo! You know, oh, scared me to death. Oh, I thought the booger man had me for sure. So, nyctophobia, I had it. Fear of darkness. Oh, but there's going to come a time on this earth. Ah, oh, and let's see if I can uh, see if I can get it. The book of Joel, Joel chapter two, verse one, verse two, verse nine, and verse ten. It talks about the day of the Lord. As far as the day of the Lord is concerned, it speaks as if there's going to be a time where the sun, my friend, is going to be darkened, and the stars, my friend, will not put out their light. It says the same thing in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 29. The sun shall be darkened. The same thing in Revelation chapter 8. It looks as if the ruler of darkness, my friend, hits this planet when God turns the lights out, literally. Prophetically, we say, darkness like never before is coming to this planet, not of man-made light, but of God's light. We think about brownouts and blackouts. They're common, but they always, the lights always come back on. But how in the world is the earth going to operate? Oh, we think about, you say, well, you got man-made light. Okay, you've got everything over your head is going to be turned out, dark, black. You say, well, we've got these power plants, but my friend, they soon fail. 
What happens to all the vegetation when there's no light? It begins to die. The climate's going to change. Crime is going to skyrocket because men love darkness rather than light. There's going to be sickness beyond hope. Minds collapsing. Millions of people will scream for fear. There's no light on this planet. The lights are going to go out. Let me ask you a question. Where will you be when the lights, when the lights go out? You know what the devil's doing right now? He's darkening the hearts of men. We think about the difference between a lost man and a saved man. Sometimes that's not morals. Sometimes a lost man is just as moral as the saved man is concerned. The problem is to, it has to do with his heart. Romans chapter 1 and verse 21, it talks about man's foolish heart was darkened. All because the truth of the word of God was rejected there. It's, I, I've had to understand situation with criminals. We think about people in jail or people in prison. You know, you could talk to people like that, and they've done the most horrible of crimes. Maybe they've took the lives sometimes of many people, even little kids, and they have no remorse for it. You know, they say, just, you know, just, I, I did it, and, you know, so what? You know, I mean, you say, what's wrong? There's something wrong with the heart. The heart is darkened, you know. Hence, we find men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. So for the child of God, and many of you listen, you know Christ as Savior. You make sure you stay around light. You keep the light on on the inside. Now, I know the Spirit of God indwells us. I understand that. And it lives within us, and we're sealed with the Holy Spirit, and we're sealed until the day of redemption. But you can so quench that light with darkness so make sure you have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Make sure you cast off works of darkness and put on the works of light. Make sure you stay in the light. That's what the, this radio station is all about. You said what? Just broadcasting light everywhere. It's good for you to maintain. We think about listening to gospel preaching and good Christian music. We think about spending time. We think about uh, in the word of God. We think about your private devotions. We think about all the, the importance of a local church. You said, what's the deal about a local church? There's light that's there. We need to stay close to the light, my friend. If I don't watch it, as far as my heart is concerned, my heart could become dark to the things of God. I've met Christian people like that who said, I used to feel that way, preacher. I was on fire for God, so to speak. And he said, I have no desire to live for God, to serve God, to read the Bible. I have no desire for that at all. What happened? The heart was darkened. Oh, darkness on the earth. Darkness in the heart. Oh, in the book of Jude, Jude verse 6, Jude verse 13. Huh? There's a statement made there even about the angels that kept not their first estate. It says they were reserved unto the blackness of darkness forever. What is so horrible about hell? You said the pain. Uh, we think about the torment that's there. We think about the screams of those who maybe the demons are tormenting and the fire that's there. It's unbearable, you know. What, what, what could be worse than that, my friend? Darkness. Why is there darkness in the fires of hell? We think about hell now and the, the eternal lake of fire in the future. What is so horrible about darkness? Because God is gone. When God is gone, my friend. Oh, it's like when Jesus left this planet, this age now is described as being an age of darkness. Now, thank God that the Spirit of God can bring us light. But oh, in hell, not a spark of light. Oh, to die without Christ. 
You know, you say, well, I'll just shovel coal in hell with my friends. You have no idea what you're saying, my friend. And nobody's shoveling coal in hell. And in fact, you couldn't even, you wouldn't even recognize your friend nor even know him there. Oh, as far as we think about this old body's concern, and it begins to degenerate, and and uh, hell is just a place like a like, like just 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 a uh, an area of just boiling maggots. You say, what are you saying? You know, the blackness of darkness forever. Don't take a chance without Christ. Make sure Christ is your Savior. In fact, I say this. Hey, God, good news. Yes, darkness in the heart. Yes, darkness is coming to this earth. Yes, darkness. That describes hell. But you know God can turn on the light because God is light. Only God can turn on the light. I like the statement that Jesus made to Paul there in Acts chapter 26. He talks about turning from darkness, turning men from the power of darkness to light and from the power of Satan under God. Only God can turn on the light. There was a time in my heart, my heart was dark. I'm glad to be called a child of light today. Who did that? Jesus turned on the light. My denomination did not turn on the light. You know, my religion didn't turn on the light. My parents didn't turn on the light. No religious leader turned on the light. It was Jesus. So simple is salvation. Jesus said to the disciples one day, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father. You're not going to come to where the Father's at. In my Father's house are many mansions. You're not going to go there except by me. Christ is my Savior. I trusted his blood. All that that he shed on Calvary provide forgiveness for my sins. You say, if I was to ask myself, where will you be when the lights go out? I'll be in a place of light in heaven with my Savior. Where will you be, my friend, when the lights go out? Whoever can help you, please feel free to correspond with us. Until next week, Fisher Mund saying goodbye.